The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Sherman Williams don't have shit on this. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. everybody welcome to the ectoplasm show my name is josh hurd and joining me is my good pal mr jason Koopsik. what's up um i think that today would be a good day to commit a crime with a gun because nobody would know for a while <laughs> i tell you man so yeah we are recording this on uh on the fourth of july and um i've been uh i've been fucking with my wife like all night Whatever, like these big booms and shit go off, you know? Yeah. She's a combat vet and doesn't really appreciate the big booms as uh-huh. much as, you know, the normal person. <laughs> it's understandable. Um, so I've been, like, trying to lighten the mood as much as possible. And uh, and I just, every time a big boom goes off, I just say, hey, we lost another tribute. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Hunger Games, huh? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean... The county over from me is not far. It's been like a two-week ordeal every day. It's been getting more and more and more. Nice. So just letting just it rip. Constant, yeah. Hell yes. <clears throat> well, I got a toast. Yeah, I want to hear this. All right. So here's a turkey <laughs> when you are hungry, champagne when you are dry, a pretty girl when you are lonely, and heaven when you die. Wow. Cheers. Cheers, motherfuckers. I like that. What are you sipping on tonight, my friend? Oh, actually, tonight I have a little bit of gin and tonic. Ooh. All right. I'm going tomorrow to refill my uh, big rip things. Heading over there? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, yeah, nice, just a little gin nice. and tonic tonight. It's crazy. Not too much, though. Not too much. I had much. too much last night, actually. <laughs> I understand how it goes. Freaking just, yeah. I am, uh, I'm getting super pumped over here, man. Like, I know, obviously, today being Monday, which is nice, you know, not working on a Monday. Yeah. I freaking love it, actually. And um, so I just have to bust through like four days, you know, four days, and that's it. And then come Friday, um, I'm actually right after work. I'm on Friday. I'm taking my kids, and we're gonna go meet up with my wife's side of the family and all that stuff. But they're actually taking the kids for like nine days to yeah. a to a cabin uh, in Minnesota, where you know, the family cabin or whatever, and they're on a lake and. So they're going to go have a fucking blast. Oh, we just lost another tribute. Anyway, but they're going to go have another blast, and, and um, it'll it'll be a lot of fun. But, you know, obviously we couldn't go because the movie's about to premiere, and it's fucking crunch time over, over well, here. Well, and you got work and stuff. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just freaking out about the film, man. Like, just wanting it to hurry up and be done and out and, yeah. It's a little crazy, though. So, but yeah, like I told you, I'm doing like the credit roll right now and excited as shit because I'm on the credits. 
which is the end of the movie. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah, but then you're just gonna start another one, and then. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, like a brush it with evil. Ends. A brush with evil three is already planned. Yeah, you know, it's already ready to roll. But I mean, that's neither here nor there. That's not gonna be till like 2018. So I got time, and I'll still be busting ass two weeks before it's released. That's too. if you don't get uh, abducted. <laughs> Hugh said that he loved the episode last week and Dude. said that I would do just fine after you get abducted by myself. I think so too. Like I was listening to the episode, and I'm like, "Damn it!" I'm like, "This is really, really good." Plus, you went like an hour and a half, or hour forty minutes, or some shit like that. But it was good, really good conversation. So I think yeah, we you, didn't even get to like I wanted to go into some more stuff with him. I'm just saying, uh, man, about himself, but we never really got to that. Well, here's the deal, then. So after I get abducted, I, I think you found your co-host. You know what I'm yeah, saying, Ed? Yeah, absolutely. Fucking yeah, rocket. Actually, he's talked about we, before. I was on the ectoplasm show. We I talked with him about doing one, before but he's I, busy. Before so. I stole you away. He couldn't keep up with us. Yeah, I understand. He's old, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. He's like, oh, my gosh. So I tell you what, if you guys want to reach out to us, please do. 913-730-7255. Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. At uh, Ectoplasmshow, Instagram and Twitter. Ectoplasmshow on Facebook. And Ectoplasmshow.com. Oh. That's a fucking mouthful. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it doesn't even include all of our stuff, really. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> We're everywhere. We see everything. You you just don't know it. Uh, I see everything. Do anyways. you? I yeah. don't see a damn thing. <clears throat> I really need to like get with the times and learn this whole like social media thing. I'm so, I, I did post a picture tonight. I was kind of proud of myself. A p- picture of what? Uh, of my uh, my daughter caught her first fish. Oh yeah, this I, afternoon. I did see that picture. My gosh, I was so excited for her. How big was the bigger than any fish you ever caught? No, it was freaking. I mean, it might as well have been like bait, but it was fucking. She was so ecstatic. It was awesome. So I was happy. Um, so dude, I was I was thumbing did through. Did you some, make her kill it? <laughs> no. no no but she was like so how do we get it off the hook and I was like well <laughs> I'm like I guess dad has to do that so <laughs> god damn it oh my gosh it was fun it was a lot of fun but yeah there was no way she was sticking her thumb down this fish's mouth there's no way it was happening no no, but you wanted to pet the fish before I put it back yeah. in the water. <laughs> oh, it was great. So, no, I was uh, I'm thumbing through some news, you know, and it says the sun has just, quote, gone blank. Is another ice age on our doorstep? Have you? The sun's gone blank. Right. It says the sun has gone blank. Now, gone blank is in quotes here so what it's saying is don't be alarmed but our sun has just gone blank with a total lack of sunspots leaving the surface looking like like a snooker ball basically you know Um, it says it's part of the sun cycles a a sign that the solar minimum is approaching and uh, some experts have suggested now uh, a new mini ice age might be kind of here on the on the way it's like a i don't know off the top of my head it's like a 20 30 year cycle maybe up right. to 50 but it's nothing that humans haven't experienced before the solar minimums and solar maximus exactly so it says um, for the second time this month the sun has gone blank um blank sun which, is a sign that the next solar minimum is approaching uh, and it does say you know over over the next few years, we could see a very small, um, what's similar to like an ice age, but I mean very small. Um, so it's going it, to be a rough winter, maybe. Exactly my point. Yeah, it, it might not, be a rough winter. Not an ice age. It just sounds but like they're no. just trying to scare people. Right. So what they do say is um, that it, it does happen more and more. as is, So it kind of builds up. 
So yeah, this time we might have like a, a bad winter, you know, and 30 years from then it might be uh, a little longer winter that's still kind of harsh, you know, but other than that, it's nothing that I don't think we should be too too concerned about, honestly. Crazy stuff. Well, it even has longer cycles where it I don't remember the names for them, but there's there's a cycle that runs about 10 to 20,000 years. Fuck that. And I don't know which side we're on right now, but it gets hotter and cooler in those cycles as well. Does so the it? next time that we get in the next cycle, it's either going to be a lot hotter here or a lot colder here, and it just uh, happens. Well, it says here, uh, Professor Zar- Zarkova uh, predicts that there will be a sharp decline in solar activity between the years 2020 and 2050. Uh, he also says, quote, I'm absolutely confident in, in our research. It has good mathematical background and reliable data, which has been hand, handled correctly. In fact, our results can be repeated by any researchers with the similar data available in many solar observatories so they can derive their own evidence of upcoming maunder minimum in solar magnetic field and activity. Cute. Fucking cute. God. Yeah, who knows? I don't. Dude. I just don't know anymore. I don't know what the hell what the hell we're doing. I don't I don't think it really matters according to my first story. Hit it. Prominent scientist has incredible theory about aliens on Earth. Ooh. This comes from uh, a website called Unilad out of the UK. All a right. prominent scientist has a mind-blowing theory on how aliens interact with humans and our place in the galaxy. Astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson has claimed that Earth could, in fact, be a bizarre zoo designed for the amusement of hyper-advanced aliens. We're a zoo? The renowned scientist even hypothesized that the weird politics of Earth could be being afflicted or inflicted on us by aliens for their own amusement. What? <laughs> uh, Tyson made his comments at the Starmus conference in Tenerife, or Tenerife, Spain, where he warned that our relative lack of intelligence made it dangerous to try and contact beings who've mastered intergalactic travel. Damn. He said, I fear the day we come upon a species such as that. Maybe I don't fear it. I just hope that all they would do for us is create a zoo where we are happy. And maybe that is what they call Earth. Uh, the best case scenario would be that our intelligence would be alien. The best case scenario would be that our intelligence would be alien taking absolutely no interest in us at all due to our relative stupidity. Oh, wow. I that's, that's, that sentence was worded bad. Anyways, he explained that alien civilizations may have already concluded that the solar system has no intelligent life, saying that just because we define ourselves as intelligence, it doesn't or intelligent, it doesn't necessarily mean that other beings do. Sure. The scientists also dismissed recent recent comments by Stephen Hawking that oh. aliens could potentially wipe out humanity by comparing us to worms, saying even if you want to kill all the worms, you'd soon get bored and do something else. That's a good point. So yeah, he's basically saying we're, we, we could be a zoo, possibly. <laughs> or we could be the aliens have already been here and decided we weren't smart enough to interact with and just passed us on by. Right. Or they're here probing our butts. They could be doing butt stuff, man. I I tend to agree. There's some funky butt stuff going on. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's my that's just my thought. <laughs> well Oh my god. You should hope not. You know shit just keeps getting crazier and crazier. Some of these stories are so fucking outlandish that's the only reason I pull them anymore yeah is because they seem so crazy
crazy. Like, beyond crazy. Let me look here. Oh, here we go. UFO hunters discover fossilized dinosaur skull on Mars. I saw this story. Proof. I didn't read it, but I saw it. Proof of ancient Jurassic creatures on Mars. Proof. Alien hunters make jaw-dropping claim. <laughs> it's amazing to me. UFO hunters have announced sensationally the, quote, discovery of indisputable evidence of ancient Jurassic creatures that lived on Mars millions of years ago. The latest discovery, according to alien hunters, supersedes all previous claims being the best and clearest example of a fossilized dinosaur skull ever discovered on the red planet. Now, do they have a picture of it? They do indeed. And it, like, obviously it comes from the rover. This is... Um, it's not satellite. It's satellite. It's picking up, zooming in. I know that satellites around the planet can zoom in close enough to like read license plates and stuff. But Right, but no, it has to be the rover. Um, jaw-dropping announcement made in a video uploaded to YouTube July 2nd of 2016 by the alien hunter Paranormal Crucible who has gained notoriety following a series of bizarre discoveries on the Red Planet ranging from pieces of abandoned alien machinery to elongated alien skulls and six-inch Mars aliens. This time around, the prolific Mars anomaly hunter claims to have stumbled upon a whole fossilized skull of an ancient Mars dinosaur. Um, yeah, uh, let's see here. Curiosity rover photo. So, yeah. The alleged skull has been so well preserved over millions of years of Mars geologic history that it shows astonishing details of the animal's skull bone anatomy, including, according to the alien hunter, the animal's orbital cavity, uh, zygomatic arch, uh, mandibular, mandibular joint. I, I just, yeah, the mandible joint, maxilla, nasal cavity. Um, crazy and a full set of teeth as well interesting yeah so well preserved alien hunter did not have to resort to his usual uh, but much criticized digital enhancement procedures to show the features of the alleged skull so I mean and I'm looking at it right now and yeah it does appear like what kind a, of dinosaur T-Rex I, no I would say God, I don't even know, man. I really don't even know. I'm looking here to see if it looks. It says Tyrannosaurus Rex type dinosaur. Okay. It looks nothing like a T-Rex. Because the picture that I saw, I didn't click on the article, but they had a photo with the headline on the website that I saw it on. And it had a, and it had a T-Rex yeah, on it. A T-Rex, yeah. 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 I saw that. I saw that. Smiling so what do you think? Pretty. You think there could be dinosaurs on dead dinosaurs on Mars? I don't know, I mean, man. Wouldn't because they be like encased in the rock somewhere, possibly, possibly. So Actually, just sitting most on the surface, right? And, and where's the rest of it? Exactly. And like I said, I haven't watched the video, anything like that. Um, so I'll be posting that as well, along with the article. Um, Freaking nuts. I just don't see it as a T-Rex. If it is a T-Rex, it looks like it's got like an underbite. <laughs> like, like pretty hella it's, um, pretty hella bad. Andromenus Rex or whatever they Oh have. yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Jurassic man. World or whatever. That's right. I've only watched it once. I only watched Jurassic World once. It's okay. I mean It wasn't it's okay bad other than the the scene where he's riding the bike alongside the raptors. Yeah, it's a little fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. And the fact that he can, like, train them and, and talk to them, basically. He's like a fucking raptor whisperer. Um, that might, might, that might, that might I, not be too far off. I don't know, man. I th- I'm pretty sure they would just rip his fucking face off. Like, well, you trained them from when they were little. It's like training uh, any other animal, except for this one's smart. Very. Probably. I- I'm saying probably smart. If Jurassic Park well, has yeah, taught us anything... Smart, they think. I mean, obviously, they can't know. 
If we have learned oh. anything from Jurassic Park, damn it, it's that raptors are very, very intelligent creatures. And well, are they, not to they be weren't even with. really like that. <laughs> I know. They were more like the size of a turkey. <laughs> exactly. But in the films, they're like fucking what? Six, seven feet tall? Yeah. Whatever. So, alien <laughs> cover-up. Nearly 2,000 UFOs tracked by radar system, 2, but details suppressed. 2,000. Radar operatives oh. patrolling the skies over the U.S. and Canada track an average of 1,800 UFOs every five years. That equates to around 360 UFOs officially tracked by radar each year, so wow. around one per day. And as many as 75 to 15 each year have been intercepted, or as many as 75 have been intercepted as a result, according to information released by the North American Aerospace Defense Command. That's NORAD. Right. UFO investigators have hailed the statistics proof that the UFO phenomena is real and taken serious by military leaders, but there remains a veil of secrecy over what happened or happens when they are intercepted or if any have been confirmed as not coming from Earth with national security reasons being cited. The figures were revealed to UFO investigators following a Canadian Access to Information Act request, but officials refused to reveal any further data on specific details about individual UFO interceptions. So all they got was that we have this many UFOs come across our radar stuff, and that some of them have been intercepted um, by fighter jets, but they wouldn't give any detail about any of them. So it says Canadian UFO expert Victor Viginani Victor Vagina <laughs> requested information on the tracking and intercepting of UFOs by NORAD after obtaining secret documents which detailed a case of jets being scrambled to three UFOs. Shit. A response from NORAD said that requests for unknown track reports are classified it cannot be released on grounds of national security and espionage. He huh. said the information was not, to, or they said the re- information was not to be released to the public or media because they do not have valid need to know. But the response did confirm the extent of UFO activity caught on radar. It said the NORAD commander has approved the release of the following information regarding tracks of interest (TOI) and unknown tracks. The yearly average in the past five years have been 1,800 TOIs and 75 intercepts. Intercepts are when NORAD scrambles a pair of fighters, which are on alert at sites around the U.S., to locate and attempt to identify the unknown object. The fighters are armed and ready to take off within minutes of receiving a scramble order. NORAD has refused to detail any of the 75 intercepts in the five-year period, so it's unclear... If any went off to be identified. Although Mr. Vagina received some of the information using access to information laws, he claimed he was not permitted to share or release it publicly. Obviously, he did. Yeah. And had threatened with indictment if they did so. Why would they give the thing to him if they didn't want him to share it? And in a public snub at the national security implications, he said, I have here in front of me 11 documents. They are directly from NORAD and indicate that over the last... He's just... This article's just repeating itself now, but yeah. Um, So, yeah, they got it from Canada, apparently. But, I mean... I'm curious if there's that many every year... That they don't know what it is. We're going to have to go to Canada. Minus the ones that are like maybe, you know, small planes that aren't identified or whatever that are just like civilian planes. Sure. There's something flying around up there. It's whether it's a enemy plane or a UFO. I mean, sure. NORAD, you would think, would know pretty much what everything in the skies are. Yeah. You would think. Huh. We we lost another tribute. Sorry. We, we what? We lost another tribute. I'm sorry. Oh. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, for I'm, those of you keeping keeping track at home, a, had a hail of bullets going off <laughs> yeah. over next to me for a while now. Yeah. Oh, just keep low, buddy. Keep low. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Good God, man! Let me look here. I've got another one here. What the hell is it? Oh yeah. Okay. Um. So this is another video that I'm going to be posting as well. But in the video, it says, Is this video conclusive proof that ghosts exist? Um, I saw this story too, did but you I, see didn't it? Read it. I didn't read it either. Okay, so it says, We don't mean to alarm you, but there's apparently a ghost running around moving teddy bears. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, Possessed teddy bear sitting up. If you don't believe us, look at the video. It shows a phantom moving a toy that is positioned next to a conked out young girl. <laughs> a sleeping child. Yeah. <laughs> the clip was filmed using an infrared camera. And if it doesn't prove ghosts exist, then you cynics will never be convinced. I I am a firm believer in ghosts, and I don't necessarily believe this video. And I'll explain why here in a minute. It says, of course, it could all just be baloney. And they spilled baloney wrong. Anyway, and huh. something made using stop motion like some YouTubers have suggested. The clip was apparently... How did they spell baloney? I don't even know. i got to find it here. But anyway, no. it says the clip was apparently filmed in India and has been circulated by Chinese media. Um, this comes from metro.co.uk. Um. Anyway, I'm watching this this film, this little 30 second clip, and I'm gonna watch it again here too. But anyway, and it's just yeah, you see a girl, you see her sleeping. She doesn't appear to be that young necessarily. Anyway, you see the bear kind of rise up and then just kind of <laughs> lay right on top of her, and that's it. And then I have a few seconds go by or whatever, and she kind of gets awoken you know and she sits up she kind of moves the bear over like what the hell it's it's weird I'll say that no I don't you think it's okay paranormal here's why as as somebody who works with film and things of that nature does it look legit sure I'd say it kind of looks legit. Kind of. Um, And I'll get to more of that in a second. However, my biggest question whenever I am watching a video is why is the camera rolling? Initially, why is the camera rolling on this little girl sleeping? And why is it positioned precisely with the bear in the shot, with the girl in the shot, pointing directly at her bed? Why? Why is this, this camera rolling at that particular moment. Does that make sense to because you? Because there's a ghost that moves bears. I don't I don't know. I don't know because as the article it wouldn't suggest that this has happened before. Um and I could be totally wrong. I'm just saying if it has happened before, fucking say that. Fucking say, "Hey, yeah. we're being woken up in the middle of the night by strange shit. So hey, we decided to put a camera in there. That's why the camera's rolling." That's all it takes. Now, another thing is watching it is after she takes the bear, she kind of moves it off of her, and then she seemingly picks it up for a split second and then puts it down again, just a little farther out of the way. And then the bear kind of moves a little bit, almost suggesting that it's being manipulated or has been manipulated by something because it's not a natural type of movement. Um, So interesting stuff regardless I just don't necessarily buy into it I could be totally wrong I I hope I am totally wrong it's I'll just a lot of yeah and I'm going to post it but a lot of people would absolutely have a problem with that video I believe in the paranormal and I have a problem with that video just there's not enough information there for me you know that's my biggest thing is just like why the fuck is the camera rolling same thing when I see like UFO videos or anything like that. It's like, 
So you're telling me you're walking along the beach um, with somebody and you just happen to have a camera. That can happen. We all have cameras in our fucking pockets with our, with our fucking cell phones, you know. Yeah. However, sometimes you can obviously tell, no, this isn't a cell phone video. This is a, you know, like a mini DV or whatever type of video. This is a, a different form of media. But I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm just a very over-analytical person, maybe, most of the time. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're reading into it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I totally believe in the bear. It most likely is fake. It has to be fake. It has to be fake. So, I have some biblical news. Oh, fuck. All right. Digital analysis of Dead Sea Scrolls says Ark was a pyramid. Noah's Ark. I saw this. Was a pyramid. I saw that um, that article. I did not click yeah. it. I did not click on it though. For over four years, the Leon Levy Dead Sea Scrolls Digital Library Project has been photographing and digitizing the tens of thousands of tiny remnants of the Dead Sea Scrolls. The scanning is finally complete, and a preliminary analysis is providing. Well, this uh, is. Of previously illegible text has opened the scrolls to new interpretation, starting with the section that describes Noah's Ark as being pyramid shape. Sexy. This says, does someone need to notify the Creation Museum in the Ark Encounter? <laughs> <laughs> they're building like a seven-story ark out in western Kansas, I think. Oh, in Kansas they're doing this? I think it's in Kansas. Nice. Somewhere. All right. Somewhere out here. Anyways. Dr. Alexi, I'm not going to try the last name, of the Leon Levy Dead Sea Scrolls Digital Library Project presented some of its findings to the, at the recent 8th International Symposium on the Hebrew of the Dead Sea Scrolls and Ben Sira and related fields. The researchers used advanced imaging technology from Megavision to take 28 photographs of each scroll fragment varying the wavelengths and resolution. At the near-infrared wavelength level, the camera was able to read characters that had become invisible to the naked eye. The findings on what the newly found text said will surely cause controversy among biblical scholars and Noah's Ark fans. (laughs) (laughs) She says, or they say, a previously ineligible word having to do with the Ark's tallness is believed to be, I'm not even going to try to read the word, which means (laughs) gathered. He believes the writer was describing how the Ark's roof beams gathered at mid or, or met at a point forming a pyramid shape. While other writings have also painted the Ark as a pyramid, this would be the earliest. So I didn't know there were other writings that they had that yeah. weren't the Dead Sea Scrolls. Right. That said it was a pyramid. Anyways, another sure-to-be-controversial fragment that is now readable describes how sins might be forgiven just like monetary debts are forgiven. Okay. Leading researcher Channon Ariel... Or, yeah, to believe it refers to paying money for forgiveness, an activity slim, similar to the medieval practice of indulgence selling. Right. One of the targets of the Protestant Reformation. Is that proof, or is this proof that it may have been biblically approved? I don't know, man. The new analysis also helps clarify the meaning of vague words like patil. In one of the many sex-related stories of the Old Testament, the book of Genesis tells the tale of Judah having sex with his daughter-in-law, who is disguised as a prostitute. Yeah, read the fucking Bible. Everybody yeah. begat somebody else. Uh-huh. Yeah, late with this and late exactly. with that. Exactly. This he paid her with his patil, and they didn't know what that meant before. Dick. And two now legible fragments say that patil is his belt. 
Now his wife finally knows why he came home smelling like cheap perfume. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the project is ongoing as Dr. Yaditsky says only 80% of the fragments have been scanned for analysis. I thought they mentioned at the top that all of them were done. That's exactly what Anyways, it said. Whatever your beliefs, analyzing and interpreting the 2,000-year-old puzzle that is the Dead Sea Scrolls can be a lot more fun and educational than arguing about whether a pyramid can float and how many dinosaurs <laughs> it would hold. So, yeah, it may be... That's I mean, a good point. There could be... And honestly there's so many stuff from that time period that was in the Bible and it's not yeah. in the Bible anymore and all this other stuff. I don't know if that... It's crazy, so, man. So what if it was a pyramid? Does that mean it was Egyptian? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they made pyramids elsewhere too, right? <laughs> I mean, it's cool, but maybe maybe no was any actual proof that the Ark existed. Right. That I, I know remember. Of. I remember years ago they thought they had found it um, buried, basically half, like split in half, and one half it's, it was like in a mountain. What mountain? I'm yeah, I've seen think. that. It's probably on the moon. In all reality, it must be. Everything else seems to end up up there. Yeah, either that or Mars, man. Apparently, our fucking dinosaurs are still like they're yeah. jumping ship too. They're like, fuck this, <laughs> going to Mars. My God, it's amazing though. I mean, in the, the Dead Sea Scrolls, that I, they're interesting as hell. They really are. But I didn't realize that they were digitizing everything and uh, trying to... Yeah, they've been working on that for a while. But they're trying to, like, reinterpret everything? Well, maybe not necessarily reinterpret everything, but there's things on there that you can't see anymore other than or in different wavelengths of light. And they're trying to, because it has, there's things in other scrolls and stuff taken in the Bible that it's all just an interpretation. And some of these are enlightening some, what some of the words actually mean. Sure. It's freaking nuts, buddy. What the fuck? What? Oh, nothing. My phone was freaking out. <clears throat> This just in from Shaggy Daniel Dunn. Yeah. Uh, I got a text from him. It said, I heard Hukes music on your show the other night, and it reminded me of what a slacker I am. I used to do <laughs> hip-hop music back in the day. I don't rap anymore, but I still do hip-hop tracks, and I put them all for free download on my Bandcamp page. Not sure oh, if cool. y'all are into hip-hop or not. But here's the link. It's webhead.bandcamp.com. So Pull that shit up. Let's do this. I I don't care. Like, that's just it. I will listen to any kind of music and give zero fucks. I love music in general. So there's some stuff that I just don't care for, I guess. But, you know, whatever. God, we're losing tributes everywhere tonight. This is ridiculous. Yeah. It's Here, just, hold on. This one... Man. It says X-Files by Webhead. I'm going to try to play it on my phone. Yeah, sweet. Let me uh, adjust some levels here. See if we can do it. That's not X-Files. <laughs> oh, Imperial March. Sweet. Dude. That's badass. Yeah, we'll have to give the rest of them a listen sometime. Yeah, we should definitely play some of those on the show, I think. That would be freaking super cool. Did I lose you, buddy? No, I'm just responding to him. Sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Goodness. What else was I going to say? I, I have. You have any more stories? I don't. I am out of stories. I'm fresh uh, out. I have another one, of course. You have the, uh, is it the end of the world? Yeah, but this might also have a happy ending to it somewhat. I'm going to uh, say I doubt it. 
Well, I mean, it has a possibility oh, we okay. may be able to save ourselves from it because of something. So, oh, nice. Headline is: Can the ancient world save us from the antibiotic-resistant superbug apocalypse? So, yeah, the antibiotic-resistant superbug apocalypse. Okay. All right. So this comes from the Daily Beast, and it's. Let's just go right into it. In epidemic disaster movies, two things happen. A lot of people die and a small cluster of important people vital to the survival of the human species are placed in our special quarantine bunker or ark. Yeah. Among these VIP heads of state, the wealthy, the people with special skills, usually scientists, engineers, and doctors, people with degrees in humanities, but this might be about to change, they say. When we look at the future, there are all kinds of apocalyptic scenarios on the horizon. Global warming, water shortages, nuclear war with Russia, terrorism, a Trump victory in November, or Hillary, for that matter. (laughs) All potential precursors of the end times. Among the worst of these is the rise of drug-resistant bacteria, a development that promises to plunge us back into a pre-modern world. My dogs are howling. Can you hear Are that? they really? No, I can't. I can't hear That's them at all. the fireworks. Poor dog. Anyways, just recently, a new superbug, colistin-resistant E. coli, arrived in the U.S. Its arrival was overreported, but the truth is that there was or that there is a post-antibiotic apocalypse coming. And at some point in the not-too-distant future, we will lose the ability to treat certain infections. Antibiotic resistance has been a problem from the beginning. Penicillin resistance was first recorded in the 1930s, only two years after the discovery of penicillin. It is estimated that by 2050, antibiotic-resistant infections will kill 10 million people annually. Damn. Can people from the pre-antibiotic world help us survive the age of the superbug? It's easy to read pre-modern medical handbooks for the cheap laughs and sense of horror. Many of the cures fall somewhere between ancient hipster and elaborate torture. (laughs) (laughs) Popular ancient medical thought maintained that cabbage was the cure for just about anything. Yeah. And in his epidemics, arguably the most famous doctor in human history, Hippocrates, or hip, yeah, prescribing vomiting for contagious, prescribes vomiting for contagious fever. No one knows that the patient would have lived without this well-intentioned intervention's but we tend to think of dehydration as a bad thing. Anyways, there are other cures, however, that may have something to them. A recent collaboration between the University of Nottingham's English Department and their Center for Biomolecular Sciences revealed that Dark Ages medicine might be more effective than we thought. A 1,000-year-old Anglo-Saxon remedy for eye infections lifted from the pages of a manuscript in the British Museum was used to successfully kill the modern-day MS or MRSA or a modern-day superbug called MRSA. The team recreated the 10th-century ointment from Bald's Leech Book and discovered that it truly is a potent antibacterial. M- MRSA is methylene or meth the resistant Staphylococcus auroris. Did you it's say Staphylococcus? Stif- what? what? It's a staph you- infection, a type of staph infection. <laughs> <laughs> Staphylococcus yes. is the whole name for that, yeah. Staphylococcus. Anyways, mind out of the gutter. Oh, it's an, very <laughs> it's an anti-resistant superbug that is costly and difficult to treat. Often, MRSA is picked up by patients during hospital stays, and it can cause a variety of medical problems from skin infections to sepsis, pneumonia, and bloodstream infections. The That's statistics are also troubling. In the United States, about 90,000 Americans contract invasive MRSA annually. and 90,000? 
yeah, of them about 20,000 die. So that's a pretty high percentage. Jesus if you're counting, that means that MRSA kills more people each year than AIDS. Other wow. less straightforwardly medical hope can be found in the work of South Carolina mushroom farmer Trad Cotter. As described in his recent article in the Atlantic Monthly, Cotter is hoping to grow mushrooms that can act as medicine for sick people. Sick people. Having noticed how one of his mushrooms produced tailor-made metabolite, huh. an antimicrobial weapon that allows the fungus to defend itself against aggressive contaminants, he wondered if he could harness that ability for modern medicine. The jury is still out on that science but as penicillin itself is a fungi or fungal metabolite, it seems possible that he's onto something. So yeah, they just used the one example, but it's true that our the uh, you know viruses change all the time. So yeah, um, <laughs> that's a big the big thing that could happen. We could have a, a pandemic or epidemic at any moment. Really, it could be started already. I told you once about a book idea I had. It started yeah. from a dream. Yeah. Where some super virus bred inside of me, and I I got some virus from somebody else, and it, it you know evolved inside of me, and then I spread it, but I didn't die from it because I built my body built it, and it's in the the, the in the, then it flashes to the future in like twenty years. Almost everybody's dead, but they're hunting it. They're hunting the the maker of the Koopsik virus. Yeah. But I'm secretly on that team hunting for myself because I changed my name. Weird. So, yeah, I mean, but anyway, stuff like viruses can morph at any time. I mean, they jump species often from like bats to pigs and stuff like that and that's the ones that then morph into contracting to humans and then kill a ton of people yeah <sighs> Christ so yeah well they also say that you over people overly use antibiotics and that's part of the reason they're starting to morph because or evolve is because people use them too much, their even their bodies don't process them the same. Apparently, sure. I don't know, man. I would hate to fucking see. I don't know. I would hate to see like the end of times or whatever. Well, even if it's not the end like of the that. world thing, it's going to happen I mean, again. There's going to be another pandemic, probably another major one in our lifetime. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I would totally see that, too. I could totally see it. Um, I mean, just look at how many we've had already, just in the last decade. Fucking yeah. bird flu, swine flu, people losing their shit. What was that other one? Ebola? Yeah. Ebola. Well, Ebola has been around for a long time. Since at least the 70s. Well, before long before that, too. And I think. people were shitting their pants because, like, three people got it. <laughs> well, I mean, it is one thing to say that we got it over here when we haven't had a case in however many years, but. Yeah. yeah. In the U.S., but it does happen. Oh. Don't go to Africa. Just don't do it. Don't go to don't go to Brazil. Did you see that there's some a couple at least one? What? And I believe they were talking about a couple of people that are Olympians that are not going to Rio because they don't want to get the Zika virus. Give me a fucking break. Well, because they're women and they want to have kids one day. So they're just saying fuck it. Yeah, because if you get bit by one mosquito oh, yeah, with that, fucked. it's in you for the rest of your life. Apparently, it's all up in you. And a man could get it and spread it through having sex. So don't have sex with any of the Olympians that come back. Dude, apparently that's all the Olympians do. Yeah, that's what I've heard those stories too. Yeah. They just get fucking crazy. Regardless. <laughs> that's probably, you know, the the Illuminati plan. They got Zika in the you know, South America so that it could infect the you know, the 
the really, I don't know, superior physical people so that they could kill them all off. Yeah. Yeah. Sons of bitches. What? I keep hearing... Hold on. I keep hearing somebody talk. I had to take off my, I had to take off my headphones there for a second. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure people around me are having parties and stuff. So. They might be. God. It just sounded like it was in the room with me for a second there. That's kind of freaky. I had yeah, my daughter just walk I, into the office not too long ago. Scared, I feel, scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. I hear voices in my head all <laughs> too you? often. So. All too often. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's good stuff. What else you got for us, my friend? Well, those are all my stories. I have I'm out four. Too. I'm out too. My goodness. Well, it's a holiday. It is a holiday. Yeah. It is a holiday. 913-730-7255. Send us rate a text. Rate us on iTunes. <laughs> rate and review us on iTunes. And Google Play, I think you can rate and review us too, possibly. You might be able to. I have no idea. We've been gaining a lot of Podbean uh, subscribers too, so for those of you listening on Podbean, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. Thank you. Thanks for finding us, giving us a chance. See if you can find a way to rate and review us on there. I mean, people might be able to do that. They They can heart the episodes. I know that. So, heart, heart us. Heart. Give us a heart, would you? Would you just do it, please? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's good shit. Good shit. So. So, buttons on your underwear. I completely forgot what I was going to say. I do that all the time. I'm tired today. I'm fucking exhausted. I am fucking exhausted. So. So, yeah. But anyway, I'm just going to let you guys go. I hope you guys had a great 4th of July. Hope you didn't blow too much shit up. Hope the smoke inhalation isn't too bad. But, uh, yeah. We'll be talking to you all very, very soon. Peace out.